So I did a recording at my friend Billy's house and this was like maybe 10 episodes ago now. So I was still feeling a little bit like, oh, like my system is so makeshift. And But I also never, I don't want to be tied down to a space. Like I eventually do want to have a studio for mm-hmm. all kinds of things like painting, podcasting, whatever. But I always want to be able to like go do it outside if I want, do it on a walk, go to someone's house, like mm-hmm. just take it wherever. Because mm-hmm. I know like I'll interview more people if I am able to like go places, right? Yeah. And he was saying, like, he was like, it's, it's actually so cool how lean you're doing it. And I was like, oh, my God, thanks. Because he was like, I've wanted to podcast for ages. And he's an amazing writer. Like, his, when he eventually does have a podcast, it'll be phenomenal. And he was like, I've been wanting to do it for so long, but I had this thing in my head that I had to have a studio. And he's like, I literally, that's the barrier between me and doing it was like, yeah. I thought I had to have a studio. And he's like, just watching you just open up a laptop and chuck a microphone in front of my face. He's like, this makes it so accessible. And I was like, totally. Absolutely. You know how many people, like, want to do it but that barrier is there yeah how many like it's isn't that cool and that's what that's kind of why we just did our first one on the phone last time nice. it was like yo you could just you just do it anyway you can just call yeah it's not that it's not that serious yeah but totally like, it's not that serious it's not that serious i'm so grateful that i didn't even know about podcast studios like i actually didn't know i just assumed that people either like rented a full-on space that they had like that was their lease and they would have their own studio or or they had like a home studio where they were doing it so I was like sweet I'll just make a home studio without making a studio I just do it at home but I didn't even know that was a thing until people started like talking about podcast studios I was like fuck off first of all fantastic idea for a business second of all massive barrier for people yeah massive barrier yeah that's what I noticed about yours I, I was looking at a bunch of other Aussie podcasts and Everyone's doing the same thing, kind of in studio, mm. really professional. And I'm like, that's cool. You need yeah. that. But then I saw you at the park. You're here. You're there. And I'm like, that is really cool. Thank you. Like Thanks that. for thinking that's cool. And now we're, now we're in a park. <laughs> now we're here in a park. <laughs> we're in a park by the water, enjoying the beach. Isn't that nice? No, but it the is. Pelican went it, missing. Yeah, the pelican has not resurfaced. <laughs> that's so scary. Yeah, it, Honestly, he probably just swam away. Hopefully. Yeah, de- definitely swam away. That's because uh, it went missing over there, and uh, it definitely swam away. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it is actually awesome because just being able to set up and mm. then and then run with and it's more accessible to guests, I think. Mm. And I think that's a big thing as well. Is sometimes you know uh, going to the studio and and sitting down, people get quite nervous. Whereas yeah. if you can set up where they're comfortable, and then you know. Um, the conversation's obviously a lot more realistic and um, totally. relaxed. So totally, people yeah, do get nervous good. sometimes. That's funny. Yeah. You know, how about you just hold it the whole time? They, 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 <laughs> they, they, they do, they do get nervous. What you want me to just uh, yeah. <laughs> like this? That's I did fair. that with Billy. I was like, Billy, can you just hold the mic? Because my hand's really sweaty too. I didn't want to like take it off him and then give it back to him wet. So I was like, you hold it, and then <laughs> he just held it up for me whenever I spoke. <laughs> so I was like, thank you. <laughs> I see what's going on here. Uh, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the mic holder. Also, I should say, um, hey, welcome to the pod <laughs> for everyone that's, who's that's, listening. And how do yeah. you start? How do you how do you start? Well, I just always go, hey, welcome to the pod, and then I just start speaking, or I'm like already doing something with a friend or whatever. I'm like, oh yeah, so welcome to the pod, <laughs> and yeah. So I'm here today with Kieran and Atem. Is it Atem? Atem and Kieran. Yes, correct. Great. How do you guys know each other? What do you do? Why are you podcasting? What do you believe in? What are your values? What do you care about? What makes you really happy in the world? <laughs> Easy. All right. Yeah. Well, we've done this. We, we prepared, prepared something earlier. Let <laughs> <laughs> so, me my notes out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when did I meet you, Kieran? I met, I met Kieran when I was in grade nine and I wanted to switch sports. And so I went, I heard about the school, right? Mm-hmm. There's this, I just kept hearing there's this guru, this, this wizard. This cat? Yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this cat. We're offering scholarships. And we, yeah, we yeah, can, we can chat. We can, you can, you can redo year nine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that out there. I didn't do that. Right? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they were like, there's this master Yoda at the school. And I'm like. All right, you know, I guess. And it was Rudy. You were actually at Yoronga shooting, and it was Rudy. Rudy was like, yo, you should come to the school. They'll pay you and everything. They didn't pay. (laughs) Well, they they helped. They they helped a little bit. So I went, and the first day I met met this old C-word. 
Not old. I gotta stop calling you old, bro. I'm sorry. Old. I'm you're actually sorry. No, no, you're young in spirit. <laughs> you're not even old. Oh, don't even get me started on age. Go D- on. I don't know his age. <laughs> you, can you ask? Because I think I'm rude. I'm, 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 I'm as old as you. <laughs> <laughs> See, I need some bullshit coming. But uh, literally, from the first day, the first day I met him there, uh, been cool ever since. Like, it's That's been nice. it's been an interesting ride ever since. So, how many years have you known each other now? It was since 2010. Yeah, cool. It's 2010. That's when I came, and I've annoyed this guy for the last 10 years about everything, Aww. everything, 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 uh, from basketball to life to. Have I asked you about girls before? Huh? Well, you wouldn't know. You'd be yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't know yeah. shit about it. Yeah, no, you, you certainly did, and I pointed you in the right direction. Ah, yes, yes, <laughs> it didn't, it didn't. <laughs> Stay single. For uh, <laughs> 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 real, though, I think, like, people put way too much emphasis on getting into relationships. Way too much. It's like we're told from the minute we're born that if you don't find a partner, like, immediately your life is over and you mean absolutely fucking nothing, which is just insane to me because, like, I look back at my 20s, I'm like, I didn't know anything. Like, did. But I didn't know anything about myself. Like, I was learning all of that stuff. And I kept getting into relationships because I thought it was, like, wrong to be alone or whatever. And then I realised, I was like, oh, every time I'm single, like, every time I take, like, a couple of years between relationships to be single before I, like, met the next person or whatever, I was the happiest I'd ever been. So I just assumed that men made me unhappy. <laughs> but really... It's, it usually works like that, doesn't it? <laughs> it's, it's, I'm not going to say you're wrong because essentially that is how relationships work. <laughs> there was a pattern there, though. I was like, I'm single and I'm happy, 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 happy. Get into a relationship, happy for a little bit and then they try Some and change me. dude comes me. and messes it up. <laughs> real. <laughs> because, and then, but the thing is, I learned, like, in time that I was attracting people to the level of the um, what I thought I deserved to be treated. So... I came from, like, you know, just watching the way that my dad would treat my mum or whatever, and I like, guess there was, like, a deep-seated underlying way that I thought that I needed to be treated, so I would attract people at that vibration. And then, you know, they would be with me for a while because, like, wow, she's so sparkly and bright and energetic, and then they would try and, like, dim my fire as much as possible, just be like, you know, stop wearing that, stop doing that, stop speaking like that, why are you so loud, you know, just, like, pushing me down, down, down. And then I would be like a shell of who I used to be and then they'd be like what's wrong with you why are you so like deflated and sad and I'm like well you just crushed my fucking spirit now you're asking me what's wrong with me what do you mean so then (laughs) I was like I'm better off single so then I would like keep breaking out with people and then I realized I'm like Esther why are you being in fucking relationships all the time like figure out who you are and what you want and the more time I spent figuring out who I was the more time I realized like what I deserved and what I actually wanted and I would raise my frequency and then I you know just like now this like beautiful angel is in my life so I feel very fortunate because he's on a similar vibration to me if not the same so yeah I just think that spending like all of your 20s trying to find a relationship is insane find yourself first oh my god before anything yeah Mm. what if it was practice what do you mean oh totally it was yeah what if it was practice no regrets totally but I just think the um the societal like mindset needs to shift. I think it needs to be like less emphasis on get into a relationship, otherwise you're worth nothing. It should be like get into a relationship if you want. Sure, it's great practice. You learn so much about yourself. I'm glad I had multiple relationships. Absolutely, um, definitely. But if I had done that without the um, underlying fear of dying alone, that would have been better. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think that. Um you know, once you're comfortable with that, if we get taught to be who we are and then you're used, as you said, like vibration and who you are, then you start looking for people who match with that as mm. opposed to, as you said, like look for people who are matching with something else that actually wasn't what you wanted or needed. Mm. Um, and we're not, we're not taught to be patient or, you know, actually look at who we are and what we want and, and value at what, you know, value ourselves, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said, it's all about getting married, having kids, you know, it's getting like a finding house. Finding something outside of you to make you whole. Constantly, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, that's, that's, I think that's the best advice you can give anyone, like, to be honest. And, and unfortunately, most people have to go through some pretty tough experiences to work that out themselves. Yeah, so true. Yeah. 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 So what are you looking for at 10? In what, in a relationship? Yeah, like your vibration. Like, do you know what you? Vibration. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in that same process of 
just enjoying time with myself right now. That's nice. You know, I'm I'm at the library every day. I'm I'm going to the art gallery. You know, I went to the art gallery <laughs> yesterday. I love dope. it so much. Just enjoying enjoying that that time. Cool. But it's cool. Like, I'm, but I've never. It wasn't always like this. Yeah. I always had a need to have someone around. Yeah. And it's cool when you're young. I'm still young, but I'm saying it's cool when you. <laughs> it's cool. When, it's cool when you're. <laughs> yeah, <try. laughs> in your twenties. Uh, mic off. Yeah, turn, yeah, in, in turn, your twenties. Turn, turn that shit. Off. In your twenties, it's cool in your twenties. <laughs> Yeah, like, yo, yo, chill, KB, KB, you gotta relax. You gotta. Relax. <laughs> uh, it was cool back then. I just don't feel the need to do that anymore. Mm. You know, if if someone comes along and and we, you know, we match, dope. Yeah. Until then, I'm chilling. That's I'm really totally chilling. it. Hey, I'm really chilling. Like, there's got to be an energetic match, and there's no fucking rush. And I also think I don't know if. I don't know about you guys. I have a feeling. I don't know, you know, but I feel like we don't actually need a partner, like in the need, you know. We obviously need anything to like procreate, absolutely. But like, we need community. We need people around us. Like the whole it takes a village to raise. Saying we need a few partners. I just I mean, you know, I South Sudan. We we're used to that. I just want to know if you guys are used to that. Onto the right thing. Maybe you guys should come more on outside. Interesting. So funny. Well, I mean, more in the sense of like I prefer like support group, like supporters. Yeah, they support. Like more like women. I want more women around. I love having a group of women that are like my friends and I are so loving and romantic. It's like they feel every single. Part like you know, one person can't be everything, right? Like mm-hmm. Justin can't be everything for me. Yeah. So my girlfriends, and also like if you have one friend, it's not really fair to dump all of your stuff on them. If you're like, hey, I'm having a hard time with something, you can't just like dump everything on one friend. You've got to like, you know, talk to a few friends or whatever and spread it out or go to a therapist if there's that much. But I have like so many beautiful girlfriends around me that fulfill all of the things that I need in life. And I know that if I like never found anyone, I would be completely fine until the day that I die because I would have like happiness. I would just go and have like one night stands or whatever with people to fulfill that. But I've got the girls and I love them so much and they're such beautiful friendships. And I'm like, holy fuck, like don't actually need a partner. So when I feel like, oh my God, I don't even need a partner. Then I approach my relationship from this place of like, I don't need it. I want it, mm, which it's is a nicer. Choice. Yeah. You're actually choosing to be with someone rather than feeling like it you know, completes you. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm now, now I'm a complete person oh, totally. because... And I was more attracted. I was more attracted to, to that, someone who, you know, you have your own life as yeah. well. I have my own life. But when we choose to come together, you know, yeah. it's good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I don't think there's, yeah, again, something that should be taught. You know, like, it's okay not to have a partner, but definitely have a whole bunch of people that you can talk to and you can relate to and different people help you with different things and, um, you know, uh, you're connected in a whole bunch of different ways. And, and at the end of the day, your, your emotional needs are met. Um, and then the crises are met and, you know, the joy, great times are met. But um, the idea that that has to all come from one person is probably unfair mm. because now how does that person they've got their own stuff going on they may not be ready in that situation to be able to support you in the way you need in that situation because their own stuff so now you feel as though you've been let down or something like that and then it's like well what kind of partner are you anyway you know and then all of a sudden you know it doesn't work so i think yeah. that um yeah and that's got, like expectations and unhealed wounds kind of banging into each other there yeah. what if they're your soulmate you guys believe in that i do um I don't think that we just have, like, one soulmate and they need to be our partner. Like, I think you can have, like, a soul family, right? So when you say soulmate, do you think of it in, like, the spiritual sense or do you think of it in, like, the that's the one person for me, like, my one true love? Your one true love? Yeah, well, you've heard that term. Jared said this last time, right? The... What is it? Your something twin flame? Twin flame something? Oh, well, I, I don't I, know. I, I, I can't remember. twin flames with a really toxic I can't remember it, right. <laughs> what was the term? Where, like... Centuries ago, even longer ago. Oh, the soul split. The soul split. Yeah. And you know, your whole job in life is to find them. That's 
That's, that. <laughs> you can say no. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, that, that, look, look at Tam. That's a really good idea. Look, that's not my experience. And and although you know, I love you know my partner. My partner's amazing. <laughs> but but the idea that there's one person, and and as I, I said in the podcast, I was like, maybe a soul split into lots of parts. Mm. You know what I mean? Like from from that point of view, like I just don't think there's. You know, it doesn't matter whatever it is you believe in, but if you believe in multiple lives and all those kind of things, then there's probably hundreds of people, souls that you yeah. are connected with more so on other on the vibration than other people. And you meet them and you click straight away and you're like, that's awesome. And whether that's, um, you know, someone who you have a relationship in terms of the traditional sense or whether that's a best friend or whether that's something else, I think that... Um, you know, they're all your, as you said, soul family. And they all mean so much to you more than just a casual kind of uh, acquaintance, yeah. you know. Um, but, yeah, like, what do you think? Like, what do you think? Do you think there's one person out there, that one soul out there out of the 8 billion people in the world that you're looking for? Yes. That's so good. And what do they, what do, what do they look like? And when are you moving back to Africa? <laughs> Wait, who said they have to be in Africa? I don't That's know. what I'm asking. They they could be anywhere in the world. Sweden. In my <laughs> just check it. Could be Sweden. Could be Switzerland. You know, I, I do want to take a Europe trip. Uh, hopefully. How are you ever going to know if it's one person out of a billion? Mm. It could literally be in one of the Nordic regions. Should I go <laughs> Nordic? What? Nordic. Nordic. That's. Oh. The... Freaky in the daytime, dog. Like, <laughs> no, all right, all right. Uh, I think yes. I think you know. Sometimes you meet someone and then you just, you know, I don't know something, something. You click something, you know. I think that's possible to for that to be in one person. I think it's possible. I don't know if it's right. I don't know if it, I don't know. I think, well, I think it's possible. That is really beautiful. And it's like a very romantic idea. <laughs> touch the, idea the idea of there being one person terrifies me, really, because it's like you grow so much, right? Like as a mm. person, think about like 10 years ago, who you were then and who you are now and everything. And sometimes people grow with you in life and sometimes they don't. And so I think like obviously if there was that one true love or whatever, they would ideally, like, you would cross paths at some point when you're ideally ready to be with that person so that you can actually meet each other where you're at and you would be able to grow together and all of that and you would just be like, wow, it's so easy to be around this person. Like, I think a lot of the same things, like, just in a healthy relationship or whatever would occur or whatever, but the thought of that just being, like, one chance in a billion... Mm terrifying to me it's terrifying yeah, holy what fuck if you, what if you miss too much yeah, pressure yeah, yeah. or oh, wasn't the right time in, in, when you yeah. met in this lifetime like that would be yeah that would be a lot like that. Um, but I think like so I've started to look into the idea of like multiple lives I never really thought about that until this year but I read this book Many Lives Many Masters because my um, psychic told me to read it <laughs> mm. and it was incredible so it's this therapist he's a Psychologist, psychiatrist, and he has this chick. Have, have you read it, or am I just rambling about? That? Okay, cool. So <laughs> um, he had this chick come in for like eighteen months. She doesn't. Uh, she was not like a spiritual type. Very like just didn't really like to consider much of the world outside of herself. She just liked to do her existence, like just go to your job, have your friends, like mm. hopefully find someone one day and die. But then she had like all this like hella trauma that were that kept coming up and he didn't know she didn't know where it came from. She's like, I've had a fucking average life. Like she had a, a bit of a rough childhood. Um, pretty rough actually. But outside of that, like when they addressed that, she still just kept having like panic attacks everywhere, like had random, absolute like life crippling fears. She was like, what the fuck is going on? So she was seeing this guy for ages and they were trying all these other forms of therapy. And then he was like, what about hypnosis? Let's do hypnosis. It's like the last thing we had to try. So he started taking her into hypnosis, found the thing that happened to her when she was younger, got past that thinking like, yep, sweet, she's going to be sorted now. But she wasn't. He was like, what? I need to go like more hypno. So she was doing more hypnotherapy with him. And then all of a sudden um, she was just like saying stuff like, oh my God, I'm in, you know, this place. And it's everything seems really like a different time here. And he's like, where are you? And she was like, I don't know. And he's like, look in a mirror. What do you look like? And she was like, I'm 
I've got like long black hair, but really she had like short brown hair or whatever. I don't fucking know. She just like was seeing all of these different things. And apparently she wasn't very like educated or whatever. And back then, this is like the 70s, so you couldn't just like Google stuff. Um, and she had all this knowledge about other times in history that she'd been around for in previous lives or whatever. Mm. And she was like saying all of this in the sessions and he was recording them all. So then the book basically is like, some of the book is just verbatim, like conversations that they had. And he was like, I just can't see any way that she would have like known this information or whatever outside of here. And then it got to the point where he was like, she was channeling like, um, master guides through her. So they were giving him information to spread around like earth or whatever. And one of those things was like, you know, there's multiple lives and you have soul families and like, who is your mom in this life might be your neighbor in your next life or, you know, whoever is your kid might be your dad in your next life or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. you'll typically like kind of go life after life with the same kind of group. And sometimes if you have a karmic connection where something needs to be resolved or whatever with someone, you'll be kind of put together in a situation where maybe they will, um, ignite something negative in you. So you have to like look through that or work through that or whatever. Anyway. So I read that book and I was like, Oh my God. And then I don't know, like it just like something switched in me. And I was like, this just makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> I don't know why. And then, yeah. So now I'm like, all right, cool. Multiple lives, maybe sweet. It took a lot of fear away of dying actually. Yeah. I was like, oh, if I die in this life, I'll come back. <laughs> I got, I got, Try again. <laughs> you got another chance. You got another chance. You got, Multiple, multiple. Over and over and over. You have. There's a movie about that, right? They're infinite lives. Is there a movie? Groundhog, <laughs> Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day? That's a great Seven movie. Something? I don't know. Uh, the guy keeps. Coming back. Yeah. I mean. I, 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 that's a possibility. Mm. Definitely a possibility. Could be absolute crap. Who knows? Have you ever heard anyone <laughs> relay those, those things? What? Multiple lives? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Like, I'm sure like, I've heard that from someone saying. No, that. I've, I've, I, I, yes, yes, I have. And I, I know a lot about it. <laughs> tell like, us about it. <laughs> tell, tell us about it, I mean, like, like so, you know, the Buddha's teachings, like, basically say that, you know, you, you've imagined a, um, you know, uh, an eagle um, putting a silk uh, scarf across a rock. Uh, you know, like, that's how many lives you've lived that, like, already, like, just, like, in terms of the wear, like having a line down that rock. So imagine like it just keeps doing it until the rock actually wears away with a silk scarf. Wow. Like that's how many lives you've lived. Like, and you're going to live as many as you need to live until you, you know, come to your realization of whatever it is. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, I've had lots of conversations around this stuff and sort of, um, yeah, read a lot on it. I, um, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's definitely uh, real. Like, yeah, you know, you just know stuff that you don't really know how you know it. Mm. And um, I think that you meet people that you instantly know that you don't know. And you're like, I know who you are. I don't know why I know who you are, but, you know. And then um, when you meet people who you have a connection with and you're like, okay, yep, I, how come we're so close and we're, I don't know your history. We haven't grown up together, but you're... You, like, know them. You're this person. Like, I know you. Yeah. You know? Oh, like, yeah. totally. 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 You're going to come to him. Yeah, I didn't get uncomfortable. You're going to have to be soul family for sure. Hell no. I don't know this guy. <laughs> we're, we're, we're in the universe looking to come back. Hell no. I do not know this guy. Is this guy coming back? Nah. Nah, not this one. <laughs> you got me. Send me back. <laughs> Send me back in time. Because <laughs> I don't know this guy. I had enough. 2023, that was enough. <laughs> last year right? that was it that was it we can do it again in a hundred um yeah so i just think that's that's like they're things that people have that experience of mm. and it's not really explainable um and you know again with partners and and relationships and all those things um uh people do talk about having met you know someone who is just their soulmate or whatever and they just connect on all these levels and um you know and then they have other people who um, you know, they're obviously um, not on that level of connection. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think that, I don't know, you look through history, it's th those connections are crazy powerful. So, um, you know, look at the, I, I like the um, Troy, you know, the, the war. Mm. And um, how, you know, I can't remember who the, the characters were, but, you know, someone took, 
you know, the princess back to Troy and then the other guy's like, no, I want her back. And, and you think about that. So, so an entire war was oh, created God. over, no, but over, over that connection. Seen I've seen the movie, but I don't remember paying much attention apart from like Brad Pitt. That's fair. I didn't get past, I did, I, did, I did not get past Brad Pitt. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck there's a whole, there's, 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 there's a whole book, like 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 a whole history. There's a thing. But you, did you see, did you see Brad Pitt? <laughs> I actually don't even know. What, I remember like the Trojan horse. I get the whole like Trojan Trojan yeah. thing. Um, so, so basically, they start the whole war over over uh, over a princess, right. right? And you think about what sort of connection they must have had to that lady. Like, like, you know, there's, there's, there's still hundreds of women. They're, they're living in ancient, you know, Greece, wherever it was, and there's hundreds of women available. But this one was so something that they would start a war over it. So you think about that connection between, you know, people at that level. So That's there's so, so, so a war over that. Yeah, like over a connection with someone. Fuck me. Like imagine that seems fucking insane. Like, and then yeah, so and it can't just be beauty because like there would have been other beautiful women. Yeah. But there's something about. Do you know what I think it is? I don't know, I wasn't there. But I think it's just like when someone wants something, everyone else wants it. It's like a rumour spreads that that's the best. Like you can literally just make up anything. You can spread a fucking rumour about your own podcast and be like, this is the best podcast that ever existed. Start everyone spread, wants start to spreading to rumors. It. <laughs> it's like the whole, yeah, it's, I think, I don't know. Yes, maybe it was this mm. insane connection she had with both of them, but knowing that the other suddenly wanted her would have made him be like, no, I want her more. And he would have been like, no, I want her more. And suddenly it's just, just like hype. the most wanted thing. Yeah. The most valued thing. The most valued in, thing. Valued thing in Greece the at the time. Up. The value went up. <laughs> there was only one of her and multiple people everyone, wanted her. <laughs> everyone wanted her. Yeah, that could be true. I like that. I think That's that, wild what people start wars over. Yeah. Oh God. Over, over, over a person. Yeah. Um, you know, Cleopatra. Like, oh, if you read anything about Cleopatra. Me. Yeah, but what, what she achieved and, and her power over people. Someone said on TikTok that... Cleopatra in Egypt is the girl's version of the Roman Empire for men. You know the whole like trend that's going around asking guys like how how many times a day or week do you think about the Roman Empire? And they're all just like, oh, I was thinking about it like this morning. <laughs> and, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, don't know. That's a thing, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't thought about the Roman Empire. <laughs> guys in leather without clothes on, like wasn't is, is, is it is it Brad Pitt? It has it has it? Think Brad Pitt's hot anymore? Like he's not my type. He's too perfect. But in Troy, I was like. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, how, yo, what is, yo, how do, you, oh, too perfect. I, I, I don't, I just the whole Roman thing, <laughs> guys in leather and fighting each other, right? gladiators. I don't, I didn't realize that guys were thinking about that all thinking the time. About guys, all the time. I mean, some guys. you know, I don't know if you've seen uh, Gladiator, but uh, you know, that, that was, was that was that's a great movie. Gladiator is a great movie. I was gonna watch it again, like a few weeks ago. So you do think about it. <laughs> That's cool, man. We're not, I'm not here. I'm not going to judge. It's a good movie, man. It's a really good movie. What's, What's the best it like? Movie? Where did you... Sorry. Oh, my God. I just fully derailed the thing you were saying about Cleopatra, interrupted, and then was about to completely just, like, cut topics. Let's do that. That's else. what we do. I have ADHD. We've already so moved sorry. on. That's, That's what we do. ADHD is the fun part. <laughs> it is like the most fun disorder to have. It really is. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so where did you say, you guys, you were talking before, you said Sudan? South Sudan. South, South Sudan. Sudan. South Sudan. I'm from South Sudan. What's it like He's there? Not, <laughs> not <You're> yet. Not, <laughs> oh, not officially. <laughs> I haven't I haven't been back to South Sudan since I was like four. Yeah. We left very, 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 very so early. So not even like a visit? No. Do you remember the vibe? No. The energy? No. I've uh I'm I moved I'd spent four to seven in Egypt. That I remember that Egypt. more. I was cool with Cleopatra, yeah. Fucking cool. Nice. <laughs> that was Tell the homie. That was the homie. <laughs> I'll start a war, but <laughs> no, but Egypt was cool, but I didn't get to see the pyramids. Yeah. It wasn't like a thing. Uh, I think where I was was a little. It was in the capital city, Zamalek, but it was. Uh... Were you in camps? No, no. I was born in Kenya, the camp, yeah. in the refugee camp, but we had to go that other route, Egypt, and then. But Egypt was cool. I learned a lot. Cool. Learned a lot as a kid. Uh, grew, How long were you in grew Egypt? Up quick, about two and a half years, maybe cool. three. And then came here when I was seven. So. Do you remember the vibe in Egypt? Are like we telling the truth here? Are we, yeah. Yeah. Are we, yeah, are we telling the truth? <laughs> Is Egypt more racist or Australia? That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh man, Egypt by a hundred. Egypt had, had some of the most racist people. Really? In, in the world. What? Yeah, it's a bit of a shock. 
I mean, cause, yeah, we, we were coming as we we had a war. There was a, there was so. civil war at the time. It was right. it maybe the third at the at the time, uh, and so a lot of people had to flee in mass numbers. Some went to Egypt. Some, some went to Kenya, where I was born, because uh, just some of the neighboring countries. Um, uh, some went to Ethiopia, and from there we were just displaced everywhere. Uh-huh. Uh kind of. The person who masterminded it, John Gereng, who kind of fought for our independence at first. Because Sudan was one country, now we're South Sudan. Because North Sudan was kind of, uh, they were the more, they were the Arab Muslim side. Mm-hmm. We were that, the darker skin, whatever. Yeah. And he, he studied in America. And so he was one of the early people to have studied, to got a PhD in the States and all this, and came back and was like, Studied in Sudan as well, Khartoum, and he was like, uh, kind of let us know that we were being oppressed. If that makes sense. And a lot of people were against it, like, oppressed? We're good. We're, we're in the uh-huh. village. What are you talking about? Like, not knowing, he had to kind of educate people. Yo, we're being oppressed, wow. I guess. And uh, that started the whole thing. And he made connections with the U.S. and this and this to end up getting us all out yeah i guess from my understanding his whole plan was for us to leave go get educated come back and build the country yeah and i guess that's the process that's happening now he ended up he ended up he ended up uh mysteriously his plane crashed <gasps> or whatever what the fuck but he's very regarded as you know the guy who helped us or whatever Do but you like uh, him yeah, yeah, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sounds good. I have, to, I have to learn more. The more I learn from older people, the more I have respect for how he thought. Yeah. Just like, apparently he's just a genius in how he orchestrated things and calmed people down. My brother was telling me a story the other day that some of the people he used to console with, they'll be like, yo, like, what are we doing here? You know, like, my kids aren't studying. Mm-hmm. Wealthy people, oh, my kids aren't studying. The war's not going anywhere. What are we doing? And he would be like, hey, I'll sort out the kids. Maybe you just need to relax. Take a time off. Take time off. Go go here and I'll put your kids in school. You take a break. We'll continue with the war. Yeah. Just know, knew how to talk to people and yeah. orchestrate whatever he did. And we ended up getting our independence in 2011. Wow. And that was a big thing for the country. But the, that's the, the process now is trying to build the country, I guess. Yeah. It's a new country. Wow. It's a new country. But, I, I mean, it's it's cool, very connected to that. And But sometimes I also feel like, I mean, that we, we're all humans at the end of the day. Yeah. A lot of us get so attached to our country. Uh, this is probably not yeah. a popular thing to no, say. No, go but, you on. Know, I a lot of people agree. are so... Patriotic. Yeah, to that. And, and it's good to be, but it's also like we're all the same. Yeah. yeah we're all the same. I agree. We're all the same, so... That's it. We're all just souls walking around in meat sacks. Pretty much. Consciousness. In meat sacks, Trying to get yeah. by and trying experience get... joy and love. <laughs> We're all experiencing the same shit. Yeah. Souls. Same shit. Different same. places. Um, well, shit. different versions as well. Like, there's this, this... I think about this all the time. So whenever I see... And I hope that no one takes this the wrong way. But whenever I see the Australian flag, I'm kind of grossed out. Like, it gives me the ick. Mm. And I associate it with, like, racist bogans. <laughs> mm. So, like... The Australian flag. I'm like, Ugh. and then I like when I realized that feeling, I was like, what is the feeling that I actually don't like here? And I was like, I don't like that extreme patriotism. I don't like like the walls that get put up around a specific way of life. Yeah. I think that's just like comfortability. People are just comfortable with what they know, with what they're familiar with, their surroundings. They don't like shit to change. They don't like anyone coming in and like making it different, mm. which is extremely like limited way of thinking and it's just a fear and a scarcity mindset really. Mm-hmm. And if people moved more into an abundant mindset and they operated from a heart space, they would see that everyone is just the same and they would see that they don't need to be so like us and them towards like literally who the fuck else outside of their country and the rest of the world. It's very frustrating. It's just, yeah. When it's extreme, it's, you can't convince anyone of otherwise. It's hard to. Yeah. Don't, I don't know if you can try. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's a good idea. Are you, are you, yeah, maybe we could try collectively to be like, continue to spread just love. Yeah. But it's hard to tell someone, hey, don't be patriotic. Yeah. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Do you think our generation, like, 
is less. I think. I think anyway. But I don't know. KB, what do you about? I just like you. I just like you said our generation. That was awesome. I agree. You want to quit it? Really, just shitting on what you guys did. Was it generation X? What are you? Oh no, you're a boomer. Get the fuck out of here. You're a boomer. Millennials. That's what I thought we were. Yeah, are we millennials? Are we all millennials? Doesn't fucking matter. But but our generation, yeah. Continue. I think our generation is less patriotic. Hopefully, hopefully. Are we a bit better? I think. I think. I think. I think that there's more opportunities to. And there's been less brainwashing around there's only one way to be. So you have more choices, you have more... You see that the world is bigger than just your backyard and your neighbours and, you know, the local RSL or whatever. Like, you see it's bigger than that. And a lot more inclusive around people's choices and what they are. Mm-hmm. I think that the, the biggest issue with all of that is with all this choice... Um, people are starting to feel as though they're getting lost in, well, what do I want? Because we're not taught to, as we said before, to look at ourselves and actually say, well, I'm actually allowed to be like this um, and you're allowed to be like that and that's okay. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, whereas before you were really comfortable who you were because everyone else, you know, in-group, out-group, everyone was like that. Now it's like everything's an in-group, but within that in-group, where do I sit? And um, that's not being taught either. So I think that now there's a lot of confusion or a lot of um, misunderstanding around the beauty of being inclusive and, and, you know, more love and loving everybody and just being accepting of people. Now it's like, well, you have to accept everybody. Well, I actually don't because that's my choice. Whereas you can accept everybody and I'm still not going to do any harm. I'm not going to, you know, stop you doing whatever you want to do, knock yourself out. But People have to, I think, now get to the point where they're completely happy with who they are and that's what they're concerned about and they don't do anyone harm, but at the same time, they, um, they're respected and they respect other people. Mm. Um, and, and we're not quite there yet. I think that... Uh, that's new. Sorry, but in those old civilizations, the Roman Empire, some of those old uh, empires, there was mixtures of cultures. So, so you do think about the Roman Empire. No. <laughs> leather, leather and uh, whips. I, I'm not into it, but keep going. Sorry, we, we, we interrupted your little thing. I'll just say I don't think that's as new as we totally. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not new, but I think that um, the groups that did mingle yeah. were, you know, your slaves or your people, your outcasts, your, whereas so the, the elites. the Library of Alexandria, like, groups of people from all kinds of walks of life were encouraged to be as, like, as weird as fucking possible there. Like, that was where it was like, okay, what's from your culture? What's from your culture? What's from your culture? Let's all bring it to the middle and see what we can learn from each other, see what newness we don't know. And, like, that was this, like, place where people could go to be themselves and bring, like, newness into each other's worlds. Because, like, obviously someone's culture outside of your own, if you're very, like, sheltered within your own culture, someone else's might seem, like, completely extreme. But if someone from outside of your culture is sharing something with someone who is inside your culture and then someone who's inside your culture can then trickle that into the rest of the world, like, obviously, in, like, a healthy way. You're kind of able to share knowledge from across the world, and I think, like, that's a lot of what was happening there, like, just this big fountain of knowledge, essentially, and then eventually you got attacked all the time and people didn't like people having that... That knowledge, and I think... But I think that's it. Like, sounds like that was a choice, you know, autonomous. People are choosing to get together, people are choosing to share... And now I think that the difference is, is that you're exposed to whether you're choosing or not. I might want to be, you know, very, very uh, isolated and and keep my very narrow belief system alive and well by ignoring the reality of the world. But, you know, I go out to the shopping center and now I see, oh gosh, I see, I see a Tam walking in the shopping center, you know, and I'm like, hey, this isn't, you know, uh, white, as, as white Australian as I'd like. And, and now I'm challenged. And so now I feel all these emotions and I've got to surround myself with people who support and agree with my emotions to maintain that way of life. And I think that's the hard part is that um, it's not, people aren't doing it by choice. They're, things are being, they're being exposed to things they don't want to be exposed to and then how do they process it? And, and we're in that that transition phase I think so big big transition it's pretty big and it's going to be conflict until people realize that this is how it is now mm. so yeah what's it like Atem? what's it like sorry you were like 
No, this is just great being asked questions. I never, you know, usually have, what do I ask next? <laughs> I'm always thinking, what do I ask next? This is weird. This is opposite. It's so weird. It's so opposite. It's so Who would have thought you had so many answers? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, it's like yeah. someone actually cares what you think. Yeah, like, like, yeah. We're never doing that again. <laughs> this is, just enjoy this right like, now because like, this is... Usually he does, he does this to me where I'm asking all the questions and be like, Tim, what do you think? I'm like, this fucking guy, man. Like, God. I just want to no, let everyone else to your see. podcast and you ask great questions. Like, whenever I hear you asking someone else a question, I'm like, fuck, solid question. But I don't want to answer them. You know? <laughs> just, what do you think, Tim? Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. Uh, that's funny. Um, I was going to ask, like, what's it like being you? Like, what's it like? Because I, I only know... What- <laughs> I only know what it's like being a fucking What's white it? chick in Australia. Like, I don't Yo, know. chill out, bro. <laughs> what is it like uh, being a black man in Australia in, like, 2023? It's... Like, what's your take on everything? I've, I've always been the outsider everywhere. So, um, by 2023, I'm used to being the different one. Yeah. Egypt, I was different. And then you come here, you're different. I went to America for a while, and even there's other black people there. I'm the darkest of, of all of them. So, you know, even African-Americans are like, yeah, you black as fuck. <laughs> like, we're Sorry, black, but you are, like, you are, like, midnight black. Like, And then I was like, cool, I'm used to that, you know. Do so you I've accepted. Right. How does you, it feel? I've accepted and am cool with being different. That's good terror right now yeah very very I, I think it's like a, it's like a superpower yeah, I, yeah how did you mean? steal my words <laughs> you knew I was gonna say that it's a superpower I walk into a room oh, and everyone's like damn who's this guy I immediately had the room good or bad I've got to I've got to fight I've got to fight that all the time whenever we walk in a room I know who everyone's looking at and, and, and you know they wanna, who they want to talk to I got to I got to exactly it's exactly it's like you know oh man just sit back <laughs> let them have this conversation and then maybe some will come talk to me later <laughs> I have a question cut that whole shit out that's the, that's the reality bro come on edit the... edit all that <laughs> but yes that's he said it's cool good and like cool. what like so you like okay it feels like a superpower what goodness do you take from that I think I, it's really good because I can kind of offer just a different perspective on everything. Cool. I think so. And That's and valuable. And for the ones who maybe feel like that as well, yeah. I can kind of... You can relate. Yeah, yeah. Or, yes, just show them that it's cool. It's going to be fine. What would you say to someone too. who feels completely like, um, like they're the odd one out of the... They're on an island. What? It's your su- It's really your superpower. It's your. I don't. I don't want to be like everyone else. To be honest, a bit maybe a bit too much now. I need to. I need to hang out with more people. Yeah. I, I, need, <laughs> like, I, I really like need to. Right, right. I like the museum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like. I think I'm liking alone time a little too much. But uh, it's uh, after you get through the turmoil, it's like seeing the light after it's great that's it's great. really nice but I'm sure everyone feels like it's I can't just I it's not so. just me nah. I do too like in my own way like I always thought that I was the only fucking ADHD person on the planet I didn't actually think that my brother my whole family has ADHD but when mm. it came to like my friend groups and stuff I was associating with people that weren't super energetically aligned to me and I always felt like I was the only one that was trying to suppress their entire personality to not seem so like too mm. much or whatever mm. completely different but like yeah I think it takes a lot of self-awareness and a lot of self-development and self-work to get to the point where you enjoy your own company so much. It also takes like a lot of fucking life experience. So if you don't have the life experience, then I think the doing the work on yourself to really dig into who you are and shine a light on all those parts of who you are is important because then when you do that, you enjoy hanging out with yourself and you enjoy mm. your own time and then you can start to... That's when you get to the point... Laugh at your own jokes, stuff like yes, that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Then you can yeah, have yeah. a fucking podcast by yourself with yeah. monologues yeah. for 40 yeah, minutes yeah, straight and find yourself hilarious. <laughs> You get bullied in, in, in 
growing up? Did you get bullied? Yes, I had to change schools. Nice. From <laughs> Come on, bro. This guy was cool in yeah, the kid. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> so this brings me to your a... question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I've been wanting to ask this on the podcast, and I'm like, who would be the perfect person? I was, like, I was like rattling through my male friends in my head. I'm like, who could I ask this to? And I was on Mushies at a festival recently and asked this other guy... But I wasn't recording, and I fucking wish I was, because it was, like, the best interaction ever. Yeah. Um, so, how do I say this? Like... What's it like being a white... What's it like being white? Like, like, like... What's it like... No, 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 shit. No, 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 she was going to say, what's it like being average? <laughs> what's it like being, like, a normal, average, white male? Like, like, like looking like everybody else in Australia... What's, so what's, what's that like? Because, oh you know... No, but outside... So this is not, like, a looks question. Oh. Neither was that. Like, it's... But it's... <laughs> so, it is... I do want to know what it's like. <laughs> but here we are. So, and I... I mean this... And we want to hear your mushroom story, because that's, that's definitely a good story. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I will. I love that story. But what I want to know... Like, with total peace and love, for anyone listening, I'm not it's saying like this to antagonise at all. Fucking everyone else over. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like? Colonialism. It Let's like? talk about colonialism. Remember when you were back in England and you decided to take over the world and you came to Australia and just butchered all the indigenous people and then you moved to America? You didn't yeah. say... What's that like? What's it like being a white male in 2023? Because, I was thinking about this, I find it cringe being white in general. I find... I get, like, secondhand embarrassment. I get... I feel embarrassed being a white person half the time. Like, when I see things going on in the world, I'm like, oh my god, and I just like, I'm so sorry. And but then I'm like, know, what's black it like? People are doing that too. It's a letter. It's a letter. Cool. Everyone else is doing it. It's not just, yeah, yeah. Black people are really good at it. Black, black, yeah, we just. <laughs> yeah, like we do it on that. Yeah. <laughs> black people killing everybody. Killing too. You know, yeah, there's there's side. wars where people just, yeah, just you know, just, brown people yeah. are killing everybody. Yeah, yeah. We didn't it's, write a lot of our stuff early on. That's so it. That's it. It's it's been going on. It's not it's it's not an exclusive club. It's like you guys, white people think they're doing it the best, but it's really not an exclusive club. Yeah, we just did it like exactly. on mass. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Totally. We For just real. have we just have access to the internet. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then I was thinking about like, okay, so like, what would it be like as a white male? Because I was like, if I'm a white woman and I find it cringe being white, what's it like being white and a man in 2023 yeah, when there's so much? It's really hard. Heterosexual. It's, it's, yeah, heterosexual. Yeah. It's, re- yeah. it's it's hard. It's it's hard to get jobs. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's hard, you know, driving through the city at 1am in the morning, you know, the, the police, the police pull you over, you know, it's, uh, you know, you, you walk, you're on the train or you walk into the train station and the police pull you over just for a spot check. When you're walking alone you know, if you're with a group of, if you're with a group of other white males, the police just pull you over. That's always, that's, that's a tough one. You know, you go into shopping centers and the security guards follow you around. That's, that's horrible. <laughs> Uh, you know, you can you can literally go talk to anybody, and no one ask ask anything you like, and they treat you well. It it's tough. It's definitely uh, it's definitely one of it's it's definitely one of the harder things I've ever done. You, um, what's your like? Yeah, do you think about that ever? Like, do you ever think? Does that ever like? Of course, I'm completely aware. Oh. Yeah, I figured you would be a good person yeah. to ask because of your level of self awareness. Yeah, so, so I was like, so, just be safe. Uh, not, not only that, like like we we. I've done lots of experiments to just to play with it. So, you know, a friend, yeah. oh, so a friend of mine who um, is a doctor, is Tosh Eight Islander, is like, he, when we were young, like 18, 19 or something, he was like, oh, come with me. Uh, you know, we were going to go to Maya to um, just, you know, walk through a stop, test cologne, you know, 18-year-old to do. And I've done that heaps of times. And I'm like, yeah, 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 sweet. Now let's go do that. And he's like, oh, no, nah, man, I don't really feel like it. I'm like... Why not? And he goes, well, the the security followed me around. Oh. And I'm like, what are, you, nah, what are you talking about, bro? And I was like, all right, all right, let's do this. So we walk in, and straight away, there's a security guy there. And I'm like, he's like, I told you. And said, so we got, did some, you know, did some sprays, whatever, nothing. Like, not crazy, just like, you know, samples. Hmm. Came over. Excuse me, can I please help you? Um, yeah, yeah, we're just testing this. Is that right? Yeah, well, you know, like, like, like. Are you gonna buy anything like this? I'm like, so then we walk around and say, oh no, we're just we're just doing samples. Walk around, they follow us all the way, level two. So now it's a game. We go up to level one. They <laughs> they follow us go up to level two, level three. Just and they just followed us the whole time. And then I turn around and said to the guy, hey, thank you, see you later, mate. And walked out like it was, 
it was it was the most amazing thing I'd experienced in that in that sense. It was so it was so obvious and it was so no one was ashamed, no one cared. I was just like, well, you obviously, you know, you, you, your, your non-wide friend is a criminal and we need to make sure he doesn't steal anything. Uh, so that was really interesting and, you know, okay. things like that. So just went and tested it out with, um, with, with people who had that experience. And That's nice instead of just being like, nah, that's not happening. Nah, well, it's, it's really obvious and, and I think yeah. that it hasn't changed at all. So I guess I'm, because I am super aware of it, I think that I've always used my white privilege to try to... Uh, you know, create, like, even up the playing field as much as possible. Um, How's that going? Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> the system doesn't like it. So the system snaps back. It, it, it might, it, it's okay for, like, you know, initially it's a novelty. The system's like, this is fun. It's cute. Oh, look at, look at you go. Like, that's cool. Look at this guy. Yeah, yeah. Look at this guy trying to help these, uh, you know. And then, then it's like, yeah, that's not all we do. And then it snaps back and the system's really upset and sort of snaps back harder and people get... I get they get it worse than what they had previously, so it's pretty. It's definitely not. Um, it's been a, it's been an experiment. It's definitely been a. But I'm fine. I'm white. I'm good. So, you know, like like, and I think that's the worst part is like I could always check out and just uh, and and you know, be treated like like every other white guy. So, I mean that that is the hard part. Like knowing that it's so obvious, it's so blatant, and. Um, and it's so ingrained that people don't see it at all. Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of papers on invisible whiteness. What? Um, invisible whiteness. So it doesn't exist. What? So it's a whole cultural studies thing. So what? I, I started at university a little bit. and um, What's invisible whiteness? <laughs> no, like, so, so, no, they are, like, so, like, like the white people funny. don't know they're white. What? They think that everyone gets treated the same. Oh, so the, they just the, think because it's like their experience, so they just think everyone has it. Exactly. As good as so, so most okay. Australians don't know about racism because they've never experienced racism because they're white. Yeah. So therefore, it doesn't exist. So it's an like being white is what everyone is, and everyone else is different. Yeah. Yeah. So there is no whiteness. I get you. There's no there's no white because everyone else is color. You're brown. You're black. You're yellow. You're this. You're that. But we don't talk about white. Wild. So it's actually, there's a whole bunch of research on it. It's pretty it comes down to self-awareness. Like, because when I think about humans in general, just people, like, I'll, I, there's like, it's almost like I have a consciousness here in my body and I have a consciousness up there and I can see us, if I choose to, I can see us from up there as yeah. well as here. And I feel like in general, like, I think about the world so much and everyone in it, probably more than I should. Like, it hurts sometimes. Probably the ADHD. <laughs> Do you guys have just, any, just like, mental disabilities as well? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> no, I think we do, and I think that's why we get on and, and we have these conversations. <laughs> do you have... Hey, no? I don't know what you guys do. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you have special abilities. You have, like, <laughs> no, telepathic abilities. Yeah, like, no you do... <laughs> but actually, have you had anything crazy happen? Talk, talk, <laughs> talk, talk to animals. <laughs> you just go, you just... Hey. <laughs> Do you have any, oh, like, experiences funny. where anything, like, paranormal or crazy or weird's ever happened to you? Or, like, if you've just, like, had this amazing, like, intuition where you've, like, known something's going to happen. Oh, my God, I just sort of have... Yeah, you go first. You go first. No, no, what do you mean? I want you to... No, go. because I could talk forever. Well, we... That's, all, that, that's our favourite bit. That's our favourite bit of this podcast is not having to talk. I asked you the question wanting to know from you and then I've, like, instantly thought of my own version. No, no, for real. I could see... But, but not only that, I can see how the relationship usually goes. I'm just here to listen. Okay. Um... I was thinking about this. I was surfing this morning and I haven't thought much about this, so I don't have like a complete thought yet, but so this is like about intuition and whatever. So, um, I was in the water with one of my girlfriends and I had this like pang in my gut, this like intense fear in my actual stomach. And usually that, that for me, it was like a very body feeling. It was very communicative of my body of like, Hey, there's danger around. And Hey, Smart, smart. See, you don't have ADHD. You should have just blurted that out. That's 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 how we do it. I would have been like, well, that. So yeah, and I felt this like fear in my gut, and I was just like, 
oh my god and I suddenly like I pulled all my limbs off out of the water and onto my board and I just sat like with my knees on my board and I was like kind of looking down and I was paddling away from where I was that was just the first thing my body wanted to do was just like move slightly away from where you are you're very close to danger that's what my body said and like yeah you're in the ocean there's fucking sharks, sharks there's stingrays there's all kinds Jellyfish. of shit around all the time yeah so it's Life like my body might have picked up on something like yeah. yeah but it's not to say there was a shark imminent but the thing is what I'm trying to say is that I said to my girlfriend who was with me, I was like, oh, I'm a little bit scared right now. I was like, oh, this gut feeling and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh. And then I was like, you know what? The ocean is the one place that I cannot, and maybe I will one day, but I can't seem to differentiate between just anxiety and actual, like, my body is telling me something, like my intuition. So it's like, and a couple of girlfriends were talking about this recently, like not being able to tell the difference between intuition and anxiety. And I think it's a thing that a lot of people are just like, you know, if you're worried about something or you're getting a bad feeling about something, it's like, is this a bad feeling because my body knows something and is picking up on something? Or am I just anxious about it and it's giving me the anxious knots in my stomach, you know? So it's like, how do you tell the difference with that? I don't fucking know yet. I'll figure it out. But I know the difference because it's just a feeling. Like, I don't know how to explain it to someone yet, but I can feel the feeling. Like, if it's anxiety, it's like a voice in my head of like, oh, there's like, you know, danger around or like, la, 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 you blah, blah, blah. And I'll replay things in my head again and again. It's like a broken fucking record. And then I do things to like stop the anxiety. But anxiety for me lives more up in my head Mm. and sometimes in my heart. Like, my heart will respond. Not isn't in my heart, but like literally just my heart rate goes up or whatever. Um, But then my intuition is always a body feeling it's like in my actual gut and one time when I was in the ocean and I had that feeling in my gut of oh my god there's a shark around like there literally was once like there was well there's been sharks around here but it was literally there to say hi to me (laughs) and I had the feeling like I was snorkeling and I just suddenly stopped and I stood I was like standing and I had my feet in the sand and my ex at the time had like swam over to these rocks he's like come over here what are you doing and I was like I can't move she let him go <laughs> the ex came off and she was like, it's a shark. Hey, just come back. Hey, it's all good. It's all good. We're good here. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> he was like, come over here, get away. Like, just, he was like, if you're scared, come over here by the rocks. And I was like, I actually can't move. And I was like, I've got the fucking heebie-jeebies. I was like, something is happening here. And I can, I can tell. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I can't move. I was like, I think there's a shark. And he was like, there's no shark. And he was still in the water, so he couldn't see. Like, he wasn't out of the rocks looking down. And then, like, I remember, like, I had my head above the water, and the water's, like, up to my neck, so I'm just standing there completely erect and completely still. Like, I went into full-on fright it, mode. Out re- of... Ready to be eaten. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you don't move. Well, and then, like, I saw, like, I turned my head to my right. Like, I didn't look anywhere else. I wasn't going this. I just straight away was Yo, like this to out, my man. right. Sorry, that was the wrong time. What was that? Keep going. So that's nah, nah, something nah. would be chasing be the fish. fish. Could be a bigger fish. Could be a bird. Could be a shark. Keep going. Keep, keep telling <laughs> the shark story. We're sitting by the water looking at yeah. fish splashing around. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful burly. Uh, yeah. yeah, keep going. So you're seeing the water. Yeah, so there. I turned my head to the right and I just saw this like dark shadow, but we were close enough to the rocks that it could have been a rogue rock. And I looked at it and I just remember it was like, there was not a rock there before. And I just put my face, like I tilted my face slightly under the water and like just made eye contact with this fucking shark. And it was like literally right there. If I put my hand there, I would have touched his nose. Like it was so close to me. And I screamed, like, into my snorkel, making eye contact with it. I was just like, ah! <laughs> so fucking loud that the people, like, 200 metres away on the fucking... Well, maybe it's 100 metres, that'd be dramatic. But at the beach, later, when I came back in, finally, they were like, you screamed so loud. Like, we heard it. It was, like, blood-curdling. Like, was that a shark? And I was like, 100%. So, anyway, I'd seen the shark, made eye contact with it. My body decided to go into flight mode, which is fucking stupid. You don't go into flight mode when the shark's around. No. Staying absolutely they, still. They want, they want splashing. <laughs> Because splashing is like, yeah. So sharks, like when they see bubbles, (laughs) they like if they see bubbles and and they feel um, the energy of like fear and frenziness, they go into a frenzy. They're like sweet time to attack. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like dogs, you know, when their dog starts chasing you, like yeah, and they they think it's a game. And they follow. (laughs) They think it's a game. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. same thing. So sharks go into that like, oh sweet, you're a dying animal. I'm gonna like go and eat you now or whatever. And so, luckily for me, the shark was like so friendly and beautiful. So I went into flight mode and like panicked. So it was like my brain did that, right? My body knew what to do. My body was like, freeze. I couldn't fucking move. My ex was like, come over here to the rocks. And I was like, I can't move. Danger is about, and I don't know where, and I just know it, and I can't move. So that was the responsible thing to do when a shark's around. Just pretend you're a fucking rock as well. Make eye contact with it, absolutely, because they're very smart. And if they recognize consciousness in you by eye contact, they're like, ah, they've seen me. I'm not going to attack her. So luckily, like, I did. I made eye contact with it. But then I fucking fled, and I kicked, like, bubbles in its face, basically. Like, fins to the nose. I was just like, bye. (laughs) I went as fast as I could. I touched myself to the rock and, like, clambered up at, like, a fucking gecko. And I had blooms bleeding everywhere. And so we were at this rock in, like, the middle of the fucking water. 
and then could see it from like above and I remember just looking down and being like oh my god and there was a guy like a bit closer to the shore standing in like maybe waist deep water fishing and we were like it was heading towards him and we were like shark there's a shark coming towards you he was like shark and then he like moved his rod to try and catch it we were like no <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> he's, like, he's like we're here yeah. <laughs> he was like thanks Perfect. for the heads up thank you um, strange. But like in that moment, my body knew. And so I took from that like, oh, wow, like my body picked up on the vibration of another being. My body picked up on the possible danger, even though that my consciousness, like not my consciousness, like my, my, my human brain couldn't yeah. really fathom it. I didn't know it was there until I saw it. My, enough signals were going off in my body for me to be like, okay, I'm aware that there's danger. Like I understand me standing here frozen isn't normal, so there must be danger about. But it took like my brain a longer time to like catch up. Um, so I guess like that experience in general helps me feel the difference between like body intuition, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, and the, the, like, you know, just anxiety and fear and stuff. Cause it kind of just, I saw it as this like two separate things. Um, but yeah, I realized when I was in the ocean today that when I'm in water, I can't quite feel the difference. Like I, I get so scared of the ocean. I'm so in love with it. I love it so much. Like I just want to swim in it all the time and I love surfing but I have such a fear of dying in there. <laughs> I wish I didn't. So every now and then Me I'll too. get this like random, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's fair enough, it's a terrifying place. Anything could happen in the ocean. So I don't go in there. Fair enough. <laughs> but it's so nice. <laughs> yeah, <all right>. <laughs> <laughs> that, you're gonna tell me it's so nice. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have been back. <laughs> um, so yeah, then like, that was like an experience, I guess, where I had this like incredible intuition that was completely bang on, right? I wasn't really super aware until my brain caught up to it, but that was a really cool, like, intuitive situation. And there's been plenty more, like, since then. But do you, is there a time that you know of that you've just been like, oh, my God, I saw that before it happened, or oh, my God, I knew this was going to happen, like, from, like, a deep, visceral kind of gut-feeling way or anything magical in general? Are you magic? What do you think, Karen? <laughs> nice. Now I know if you're magic. No, what do you think? Hell yes, all the time, constantly. <laughs> so Are you serious? Yeah. Really? Your gut is always. Yeah, yeah always. How do you think I know shit? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think about it. I just know stuff. Think about it. <laughs> think about that. Last fifteen years. How is any of that real? How is any of that planned? Mm. What happened in the last fifteen years? Oh, just like all the things. Oh, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Take me across the span of 15 years. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole nother podcast. That's a whole nother, like, like, we want to talk of magic. <laughs> magic, magic's a whole nother thing. Um, that's a long, that's a long story. But yeah, definitely. Definitely mm. magic. Cool. But um, something else. I, we, I gotta go. I gotta, sorry, we gotta go. Because I've gotta go to a, um, <laughs> Because I got to go. I booked something at two thirty to do a um, to do a presentation. Cool. Where? But what? Um, yeah, just um, just a casual presentation after a podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, again, just like we'll make. Yeah. What? Well, I didn't drag you here, but I no, 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 no. I wanted to come. I just I wanted to come. No, no, I wanted to come, and this has been amazing, and we definitely will have to do it again. It's been cool it's as. It's been so fun. I just didn't. Um, I think we could talk for six hours. Totally. That was that was the other thing. I'm like, I'm like, this could actually just keep going. Totally. Um, yeah, but uh, I've drawn that. Have you? I've drawn that lady. I don't know who she is. What? So She's apparently, I didn't know who she was either. A guy at a servo was like, "Oh, that's blah blah," and I was like, "Fucking who, cunt?" What? Yeah, I was cool. like, I don't know who this is. Some guy did it on me. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, she reminds me of you. And I was like, that's so nice. He's and apparently, weird. she's some like Norse god. Norse or god. Nordic or. Greek or whatever, she's like some goddess. Norse, 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 the Nordic. You need, you need to get to Switzerland. You need to get over there, bro. Kind of Sweden. Some kind of fucking Viking. Just chick. Just, oh yeah, that's right. Add on that real quick. I try not to use the microphone. Yes, just like he said, yes. Yeah. I'm trying to get away from that. Really? Why? Get what your intuition? Yeah, it comes it comes with a lot. It comes what do you with mean? Lot. It comes with a lot. Those those, those gut feelings. Yeah, it comes with a lot. Like right? what? That's true. What do you mean? Come this on. This is the fucking coolest thing you've said. Tell me more. This is the only cool shit you said. Attempt. Okay, you can. Oi, oi. You, you, gotta, you, you, got, you got like two minutes and this is the only cool thing you're going to say in an hour and a half no, about being magic? Shit. 
Damn. All right. It's, it's, all right. it's all right. We'll edit it. We'll, 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 we'll edit it. We'll edit it. Yes, I'm magical. Two, two yes, I'm magical. Gotta go. Yeah. Yes, yes, but. It took you so long to bring it up. <laughs> oh my God, laid with that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. I don't, I don't, I want to get away from that. Don't Why? Wanna... Did scary things happen? Don't you feel scary things happen when you feel that? Um, not I scary did when I was things. younger, but not anymore. My boundaries are good now. Mm. But yeah, when I was younger, I had horrific experiences and ran the fuck away from this, absolutely. So that's, that's good. So I would rather those things be a surprise now. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what I want to We got to go. This is a whole different podcast. Can we do the podcast? So, so, so what I find funny <laughs> is that after an entire podcast, somehow you circle back to something that I guess we know, but... You know, that's funny. Ah, oh, cool. No, hold that for a second. I need you to say bye. Oh, um, let's say goodbye. Guess so uh, yeah. so can you, you do bye? my goodbye thing? You can say bye in your own way as well, but can you, you also do, do mine? I just think it'd be funny to hear it. <laughs> so I always end it with, okay, love you, bye. Love you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> can you do it? KB, you got it. Okay, love you, bye. Love you, bye. <laughs> You're the whitest guy I know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 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 <laughs>